teachers from above You used to read me stories As if my dreams were boring We all know conspiracies are dumb All right, all right, all right, everyone. What's going on? Big Apple here with Birdman, Operation Unknown. Season 3, Episode 8. What's going on, Birdman? The Ocho. The Ocho, yes. We've, we've made it to the Ocho. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it works out. <laughs> Let's first. see if it works, Cotton. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, just got back from Lithuania. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Others may not know. No? Yeah, I, uh, a little... Little turn and burn was there for I don't know 12 hours, some shit, maybe like that. Maybe a little over 12, 16 hours. But yeah, took a took a wonderful outstanding person here in our country that didn't need to be here anymore and took him back home to where he belongs and yeah, spent the night there and yeah, got back last late last night. I don't think I woke up till like one o'clock this afternoon, but still still trying to figure out what time zone I'm in and all that good stuff. But yeah. I don't have to be at the office till Tuesday, so I got a couple of days to to recoup and reacclimatize. Do any sightseeing over there? We walked around a little bit. I guess the, because we're in Vilnius, the the capital, they're about ready to celebrate like their 700th year. I'm like, geez, and you know, and it's just old. one of the, yeah, it's one of those things that you know, you just you know, we we take for granted, I guess, whatever here. You know, we were up to whatever, 230 or whatever it is. And, and again, I mean, that's a long time, too. But civilization and everything started over in that part of the world. So, right, yeah. you know, they've, they've been they've been kicking around a little bit longer than we have. But, yeah, it was it was cool because a lot of my trips I've been to Africa and I'm all Africa out. It was nice to see a see a different different part of the world. Um, yeah. But like I said, yeah, we we walked maybe three or four blocks to the bar that we found online. We figured we'd go check it out because it was called the Gringo, so it was, it was <laughs> appropriate for us to go there. Was it a Spanish bar? No, no, absolutely not. And like I said, I think I texted you guys. They they were hanging up, you know, like four leaf clovers and stuff. And then my partner that I went with asked if they were doing something big for St. Patrick's Day, and they're like, "Nope, just hanging up these decorations." <laughs> and that was it. You, yeah, you wouldn't have known it was St. Patrick's Day at all. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, we, you know, we passed a couple shops and stuff on the way. We didn't we didn't venture you know too far away. One, just we were you know tired from traveling anyway, and we had to get up. Like, yeah. Shit, we got up at like five in the morning the next morning to fly out by like seven. So it wasn't definitely get delayed seventy five times. <laughs> right yeah in chicago they never fly through chicago because a lot of times i mean if it is like a cooler place you know when covid ain't around because that's we're not allowed to take days off on our trips now because of covid so this this was a trip i would have taken a day or two to do a little bit more sightseeing like i said the africa trips it's a it's for sure a turn and burn there yeah it, it would have been cool to maybe sightsee a little bit I said it was cool just to walk around downtown. I mean, you'd never know there was, you know, war going on, mm-hmm. you know, 10 hours away. Right. A lot of Ukraine flags on all the buildings and stuff. We asked the cab driver um, when we got picked up at the airport, you know, what their, what their feelings with everything going on and stuff. And he's like, we ain't scared. <laughs> he's like, he ain't coming here. He's like, and he said, if, 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 it, if he goes into, you know, the rest of Europe, he said, this will be the last war, you know, in history. And I was like, well, I was like, everyone said, you know, the world wars were the wars to end all wars. And obviously, you know, not to that scale, we haven't had them, but there's still wars going on. But I was like, do you mean like, this will just be the end all be all. Okay. Let's all kumbaya and get along. Or is it going to turn into a nuclear war where 
it's the last war because there's nobody left. And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. Well, I mean, if, if, if Terminator is historically accurate, it wouldn't be the Russians that start the last war be cybernet or cybernet, right. whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Cybernet. So, yeah. That's, I think that's cybernet, yeah. So let's hope that doesn't happen either. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, I'm actually more worried about fucking AI becoming self, whatever self-aware and self-aware yeah. than Putin. Well, then it'll stupid. be, it'll be Amazon with all their shit that, Oh God, they just fucking spent eight and a half billion dollars to buy MGM studios. Did they? And they probably threw eight and a half billion. Like it was nothing. Oh, freaking dropping the bucket for them. In fucking insane. That reminds me actually coming to like, coming back to why we like started this podcast. It's talking about all the unknown shit and paranormal shit countries over there. That have been that have had civilization that, as far as we know, for like thousands of years. I can't even imagine the ghost stories and the ghost shit that goes on there. Right, in this country. Now, now that you're mentioning, I should have at least like tried to look up to see what what kind of paranormal history you know they have there, because it would have been something you know just to even if at the bar, just to ask people if they had yeah. you know if they have their their local lore and stuff like that. I didn't even think about it. Obviously, I'm slacking on my podcast duties, but you retired. Okay. Yeah, I barely slept on the way there, dude. It was it was a long couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking receiving in boot camp all over again. Yeah, yeah. Minus yeah, you sleep. don't know what day it is and you don't know where you're at. And that's how I felt this morning. I was even joking around with Tracy. I was, I was like, where am I? I was like, what day is it? I, what's going on? <laughs> what year is it? I asked for some coffee and she's like, um, it's one o'clock. The coffee's cold. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Warms up up. cleaned. Yeah. It's been dry for like three hours. Right. So yeah, that's that's the latest and greatest was doing doing a little travel. That was my first overseas trip in at least two years. It would have been into 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was have been the last time I went overseas. But yeah. So maybe those will pick up. We don't know. We're supposed to be going back to the office hundred percent, I think on the twenty-eighth. So we'll we'll see how see how that goes. A week from Monday. It yeah. to be you. <laughs> yeah, vacate two year vacations over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, we spent five minutes talking about what you've been doing. How about let's yeah, spend no. five seconds about what I've been doing? Yeah. Well, if if you would have let me, you know, finish talking, <laughs> I was going to be polite <laughs> and you know re- return the question to you. So, hey, man, what, what have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing. Not a god darn thing. <laughs> no, I, uh, last week I I woke up and I could like barely fucking move, and I had some serious fucking back spasms going on. I had to go to urgent care. It was bad. I don't think I've, I mean, I've had back spasms before, but nothing like this. This was really bad. I thought something else was going on, but uh, that's all they tell me. Back spasms. Nice. Well, that's the thing. Cause I mean, you, yeah, you were always kind of dealing with back stuff anyway. So obviously yeah. it had to be something significant, you know, out of the ordinary to be like, no, this isn't right. We need to, I'm so used to it. I just deal with the pain. It's like, whatever, like right, the doctors ask day, me, what yeah. do you take for the pain? I just, I said nothing. I just deal with it. And they look at me funny. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me? I don't, yeah, I, I change. I, I take two Motrin and change my socks and move on. You know, yeah, we're good to go and I hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Marine Corps way, mm-hmm. or the Navy way, Corman way. Yeah, but yeah, that's all that's happened. Other than that, nothing really, nothing yeah. exciting on my end. So maybe we should get into it. Let's do this maybe, episode eight. May, maybe serial killers. Mm-hmm. This person that we're going to discuss has been sexually abused and thrown out of her house as a teenager, a young teenager at that. She's made a living as a sex worker on Florida highways, and apparently she killed a man who she claims to have said it was in self-defense and then went on to kill at least five others that they know of. And then she was, uh, you know, caught 
found guilty and given the death penalty. And of course, we're talking about Eileen Carol Pittman, a.k.a. <laughs> Monster. Well, no. Well, yes, but no. Eileen Warnos. But they did make a movie after her called Monster, right? Titled The Monster, yeah. Charlie if- Theron. I'm sure. Yeah, and I mean, yes, sir. For as as as, <laughs> as beautiful of a woman as she is, to see, I've I gone say I haven't seen the whole movie, but I mean, obviously, when it came out, I saw the trailers and stuff. But I mean, I, you know, movie magic and stuff. I mean, they did a great job making her look pretty much like the real Eileen, which right. She was. I'm sure. Look- I'm sure it's copyrighted and we can't play it. But this would right. be a perfect opportunity to play that crazy bitch song. That's true. That that sums up. Eileen yeah. Warnos. <laughs> she wasn't a looker, but she was a hooker. Boom! I just did that. Indeed, that was drink on well. that. What are we drinking, well, by the way? Uh, at the moment, Bud Light, and then after this, Bud Light will be another Bud Light, more than likely. Nice. And then I, I have a. Oh wait, what do you? Know? You have. And then I have strawberry. a str- strawberry vodka soda and a oh, mango pineapple vodka soda. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, you're all over the place. Yeah, we'll see where you know the. Uh, we're going to digress because that's what we do. Yeah, but now we the, have the strawberry vodka soda. Yeah, let's drink real quick because we're digressing. Is a uh, zero sugar, zero carbs, zero sodium, gluten free, 99 calories. Interesting. Canteen Spirits is the name of it. This is a free pickup from the father in law. Shout, yeah. shout out to Heidelberg Distribution. Not a sponsor yet. There's <laughs> Bud Light for that matter. <laughs> yeah. I was able to finally find these Bud Light Next beers. Zero carbs, zero sugar, super crisp. That's it's crisp, all right. It's crisp. But, uh, you know, as a lot of people know, or a few people anyway, I haven't really had a beer in like seven years. It was probably when you came here last. <laughs> yeah, just around that time, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember even when... that night. Yeah, we, yeah, we, you so made we up for, for lost like time for sure, couple. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you even said when you came here that you you know you don't drink beer and it'd been a while, you know, yeah, then we since then. Like fucking fifteen. Yeah, we we had a few that night. But yeah, it's it's not too bad. Um, I'm just have to, I'm having to reacquire my taste to beer. Right. But it's uh, I'm just reading this now and it's weird. Light beer with natural flavors and fruit juice for color. So there's fucking fruit juice in this, which is kind of weird, but tastes like a beer. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a lighter version of a Bud Light as far as taste is concerned. But, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's got a hint of like beer yeah. flavor. It's not. I a, don't hate it. You can pour down a glass, see what color it is. If it's got a, it looks clear. It looks like a damn seltzer. Well, maybe Apparently, it's not. Whatever. I don't know what fruit juice they got in it to make it clear. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who the hell knows? Well, that was a huge digression. Yes. Well, we usually I almost we forgot in, who we were talking about. We usually get into the drinks while we're doing the chit chatting. Very you true. Know, we, you're you're long-winded what you'd been up to you know we got distracted and <laughs> <laughs> completely forgot eileen warnos that's who we're talking about yes let's, let's talk about her some more the she scourge born, of florida yeah she was born on february 29th in 1956 in rochester michigan not new york yes. i read that when i read that i was like oh she's a new yorker fuck and then i saw michigan i was like okay fuck her but, uh, and she, if I was a true Ohioan, I'd be all about that. Be like, oh, nothing, nothing yeah. but shitty people come from Michigan. But yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But uh, she—it's kind of weird her story because growing up for her, it's it's probably about as bad as I've seen in most of these serial killers. But at the same time, she wasn't—I didn't—she wasn't as brutal when it came to the the people she killed. You know, she just kind of killed, shot him with a twenty-two pistol or whatever. 
But she right. wasn't going it, out like slicing throats, fucking stabbing people. No, and 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 again, I mean, it's it's that common theme of the the trauma and stuff in childhood. But yeah, it didn't turn necessarily into the crazy, sadistic, chop them up kind of you know bury them in the you know crawl space type stuff. Yeah, she wasn't BTK um, going out killing kids and shit, and tying right. them up and torturing women and men and whatever. But she's, but yeah, there there was action packed with issues, a cornucopial yeah. cluster of yeah. fuckery going on in her head. Some serious <laughs> fucked up shit. Let's get into that. Indeed. All right, so let's see. Her father killed himself while he was serving time in prison for child molestation. Ding. One fucked up thing. Let's go. How many fucked up things are we going to get here? Her mother abandoned her, said, fuck you, I don't want you anymore. And her older brother was abandoned with her, I guess. So the grandparents took over and watching them. But the grandparents weren't exactly saints. Right. Well, even the dad who killed himself, I mean, I think he was like diagnosed with schizophrenia and stuff too. So, I mean, there's, you know, as far as, you know, the trauma and stuff, there's also, you know, the mental health aspect. Which could get passed down, right. I was going to say whether it was passed down or whatever, but it's still shit she had to deal with, you know, growing up and stuff. So, mm. yeah, but her grandma was like an alcoholic and her grandpa was apparently very, very violent. And I guess when you have those two combined, it's not exactly the recipe you want two kids. Right. I think they both were alcoholics, but yeah, yeah, then, but the grandpa threw in the, the violence and whatnot. Yeah. Well, she, she would like, she used to like say that her grandfather actually sexually abused her and that her and her brother had sex like they had a sexual relationship so like before this girl was like 14 15 she was already like fucking she started like not necessarily hooking but i mean by definition being a prostitute by exchanging sex for you know i I mean it was you know whether it was cigarettes or drugs or even like food sometimes to live just to like live. yeah yeah but i mean like yeah she started that shit like at 11 years old i mean what What's going on in your life that that's 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 your that's your go to? That's how I'm going to survive. Is you know I've got to resort yeah. to this. I mean, she was even she was impregnated like as an early teen, right? Yeah. And then they, they gave up the baby for adoption. I can't even imagine how that baby grew up. Hopefully, the baby grew up in a nice family. But still, if if any of that shit's passed down, like what her her dad had and what she might have had, who knows what what that kid would have like? Right. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, there was a nice them, stable yeah. environment. Right for that child to grow up in but yeah there's probably still some underlying you know genetic shit that may or may not pop up you right. know, again hopefully the uh, positive environment would keep that stuff you know pushed down up. and out <laughs> yeah and then eventually after she got pregnant and gave the kid up for adoption she was forced out of her house with like i guess by her grandparents and then she ended up living in the woods for a while like that can't be any that can't be good for anyone that young um to to with to withstand all of that or even go through it, you know, like I can't, I can't believe she wasn't more brutal when it came to being like a serial killer. I'm surprised right, she wasn't going out like slashing people and shit. And, but I think it was, you know, we're going to get into it. Just her, her mindset. I mean, there, she was just gone. I mean, fucking batshit crazy. Right. Yeah. I guess when you're that traumatized as a child into your like early teens and anything's possible or anything's a go, you know, in her eyes. Right. Well, and then again, you know, and we've, we've talked about it before on other episodes, you know, it's, it's those formative years mm-hmm. where you've got all this shit going to that young impressionable kid. I mean, that they're thinking that's their life. Right. Or, you know, that's, that's just how you live because they don't know any better or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it obviously 
you know, mess with her head big time. But yeah, it is one of those kind of weird things. It's like, okay, but she didn't turn to the, you know, dismemberment and all that shit. It was just, I hate you motherfuckers. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> but in her defense, it, she was doing it the quick, easy way. Right. You know, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, planning or, you know, elaborate schemes that you had to, you know, put into effect as far as, you know, oh, I got to make room in my crawl space or, you know, find some place to dump bodies. It was just, boom, I'm just going to fucking kill your ass. and we're right, gonna Or hire someone to dig holes for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to end up being in one of them anyway. Right. <laughs> now I'm going to need me. you to dig one extra one. Oh, there's another body. Yes. You. Right. <laughs> for you. Fucking Bane. <laughs> so yeah, like you said before, she would like hitchhike it and, and just engage in sex work just to survive, you know? And uh, just like any other serial killer, always starting out doing other little petty crimes. She was uh, in 1974. She was arrested for D- for a DUI, disorderly conduct, and she was firing her pistol from a moving vehicle. So she was like batshit crazy. That's yeah, just, that's just, just a good like time though. You know, right. I, you could probably on oh, the 70s. Yeah, May 27th, 1974 was probably a Friday night. I'm not going to go back and check, but it you know it was probably a weekend, just out you know having a good time. Why not squeeze a couple couple car pops as you're driving around? You know, I mean that's that's what you did in the '70s and a little '22. Well, it ain't going to hurt nobody. Come on, yeah, right. I don't even know how anybody heard it. <laughs> What'd you say? It was May 27th, 1979? May 27th, 1974. It was a Sunday night, a normal Sunday, Sunday night in Florida, but it is Florida. No, that was in uh, that was in Colorado when that, oh, that was happened. in Colorado. Oh, yeah, Jesus. That's probably all there was to do then. So that's true. But yeah, she was even, I guess, after she got arrested, she she failed to appear and uh, had to like settle in Florida after that. Yeah, she hit, hitchhiked from Colorado to Florida right. and then met the, she was the original Anna Nicole Smith again, <laughs> shacking up with the old man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. She did. She ended up yeah, she met like an old like rich dude, right? Louis Fell. Yeah, he was like a yacht club president or some shit, yeah. which I don't know what the fuck yeah, that is, but he's fancy. <laughs> You've got to come to the mansion. <laughs> you must be the monopoly guy. <laughs> Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> so they got married, right? And then like like not even I don't even know, like maybe a month or two later, he he annulled the union and she was arrested for assaulting someone or had some sort of crazy altercation. And this guy was like, wow, I married the wrong woman. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Peace out, fam. I don't want to get demoted as the president of the yacht club. Right. Yeah. You associated with this crazy bitch. And I think it was him. Maybe it was because I think he was like the one with the cane or whatever, where she would like take it from him and beat him with it. Oh, Jesus. I mean, just... <laughs> had an insult to injury, you know. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to walk around. But I'm gonna beat you with your own fucking cane. So, yeah, right. So basically, all of her set, all the 70s, she was just like a crazy, wild. You know, I'm gonna, and I guess the early eight to mid 80s too. She just did whatever she wanted. You know, committed a bunch of little crimes, and then in 1989, it was where she. I think it was mid December, right? The body of Richard Mallory was found in a junkyard. And then apparently later on, they found five more men's bodies over the next few months. And it all came back to her, I guess, because, let's see, she had fingerprints and palm pit prints that were left in a crash vehicle of another missing man, Peter Siams. Siams? Siams? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. S-I-E-M-S. Seaman? Peter Seaman? So, I guess, uh, who knows how long 
this spree would have gone on if they didn't get her prints, right? Right. And that was the thing, like with that car, whatever, that was like all of her run-ins and incidents and stuff. She was always like stealing cars mm-hmm. and then subsequently wrecking them. Insert your woman driver joke if you want. But yeah, right. but yeah, there was, but I guess there was some, there was a lot of like the incidents. It was always like a stolen car or whatever. She was, she was apparently doing all this with some, I'm not even sure if this is a woman or a man, Tyria Moore. Do you see if that's a male or a female? Uh, if I remember correctly, it's a female. Okay, so she got because into a she, relationship with her because right? it was because it, her, you know, she had such a hatred for men. I'm gonna that's go true. find me a chick, you know. Yeah, and that was if I remember right, you know, they were living together, or whatever. But diarrhea, or however, I always remember because it rhymes with diarrhea because I'm fucking 12 years old. Like I don't think like she worked or anything. She just chilled. You know, at home, it was probably, I think they were living in a hotel for a while or mm-hmm. maybe the whole time. But yeah, I mean, everything was taken care of by Eileen through her, you know, prostitution and, right. you know, shenanigans galore. But yeah, so yeah, got the girlfriend at home just chilling, living, living on the hooker dime. And Eileen was the baby mama or no, the sugar mama. Sugar mama. Yeah. yeah. Not the baby mama. But apparently they eventually did catch up to Eileen. And they caught up to Moore, but they weren't even in the same area. I think Moore was in Pennsylvania, and Eileen was arrested at a bar, of course. You know, a family history of alcoholism. Why not be at a bar when you're getting arrested, right? I mean, if you're going to do it, you know. But Moore is apparently the reason why Eileen was charged and convicted with all of the murders. Because apparently Moore, to avoid prosecution, made a deal with the DA or the police, whoever... Right. And basically wore a wire or had a phone tapped while she talked to Eileen and basically baited her into saying what she did on right, her getting own her to yeah, yeah. To all these men. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah. Your own lover. Damn. Can't trust anybody. What nope. a bitch. Well, when you find out that <laughs> or maybe not find out because you probably already knew, but when, when the heat's coming down on you, yeah. It's time to time to jump ship. I guess at that point, there's nothing you can do, right? You get caught, you're getting charged or, you know, arrested for all these murders. So what's the first thing you're thinking of when that happens? Hmm. What should I say? What can I do to save my ass? Right. And what did she do? (laughs) She said, oh, it was self-defense. Every one of those guys tried to rape me and assault me. Right. What she probably was thinking is about when her dad or whoever and her brother had sex with her when she was a kid and was like, Oh, maybe I can use that as a de- defense, you know? Right, because well, he was paying well, to have sex with him, but then he tried to rape me. So right, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna think someone's trying to rape me every time I have sex with someone. What job would be perfect for me? <sighs> Prostitution, yes, you know that's that's you know, again, it just that yeah. shit crazy. And it's just I don't understand. I mean, she could say it was self defense, and that these guys were trying to force themselves on her or whatever but at what point i mean i don't know i've never had to deal with this but at what point during a transaction like that do you all of a sudden just decide okay now it's getting a little rough now he's actually trying to just rape me you know what i mean like unless you're there i guess it's hard to like figure out that line right as far as everyone else is concerned she's a hooker doing her thing he's a john doing his thing but then somewhere in the middle to her it just got a little aggressive and that's when she decided to fucking shoot the dude like a what 15 times or some shit right. like that. and apparently you know two bullets apparently were found in his lung and then they were saying that's what caused the death but uh that, that would do it 
And it's one of those, you know, when you find several bullet wounds, it's, you know, they always say, you know, like with like cops, you know, the first time they ever have to, you know, discharge their weapon, they usually go through the whole freaking magazine Hmm. just unloading because it's just, you know, but whether it's, you know, cold calculated, whatever, or if it is a spur of the moment where she actually thinks she's being, you know, attacked or whatever. Yeah, you're just going to fucking unload. Or Hmm. is it? I popped off a cop a couple and that killed the motherfucker. But then you're sitting there, you know, you're still so pissed off that you're just unloading into a dead body, you know? And again, right. we don't, you know, we don't know how actually, that went, but yeah, she actually did later on retract the statements that she made about the other men trying to do whatever and her killing them in self-defense, but she didn't do it with this Mallory guy. And apparently later on, it was found that this Mallory dude had served a decade long prison sentence for sexual assault right so then you know it does make you think okay that probably did get a little you know rougher than you know she had anticipated because right. uh i think she i think borno said that you know he he beat her raped her and sodomized her mm-hmm. you know after he picked her up and drove her off to the middle of nowhere or whatever and so that's when she was saying that it was the self-defense that you know she shot his ass right and that to me i think is what triggered see what i did there because she used the gun <laughs> her enjoying killing another people because why else would you do that if these other men didn't actually abuse you and you're retracting your statement saying such and that it wasn't self-defense then why do it other than the fact that killing this man you, you enjoy you got something yeah, out of it you know you enjoy yeah you you hate you men so much that you enjoy killing them yeah yeah well that and she also probably just hated men that much but that, well, that's what I said, that yeah, Mallory I mean, dude she, might have been the catalyst for that right well i think she already hated men right but not to but, the point where she would just go kill him no, but yeah, but her, and then, you know, thinking she can use the, you know, the self-defense uh, defense, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's, let's keep doing it. And so, you know, if I get caught again, it was self-defense, but yeah, fucking crazy. But let's see later on, let's say 1992, the jury found her guilty of first degree murder. He got the death penalty for that. She then eventually pleaded guilty to the murders of the other men. And she, re- uh, she, I think she received the death sentence for each one of them, too. So she had like a total of six death sentences. Right. So she wasn't getting out of this, no matter no, what. They, no. Even, and if she, even if like five of them were appealed that you got off, she still had the one. It's just a little, yeah. So either way, she was fucked. Yeah, it was it was going down. And then a later, so that last dude, was it Peter Siam, Sims, whatever? Apparently they never found his body, but she did admit to killing him later on. Right, and that's where they, because... Uh... Uh, her and uh, Tyree or whatever were seen like abandoning his car, and that's where they found the prints and all that stuff. But again, his body was never, never recovered. So, and, and all the dudes, did to it. all the dudes were they were all in the same junkyard. Well, but um, there was two, I think, in the forties. All the rest of them were, you know, fifty or older. So it was all oh, older, okay. you know, men. You know, and whether that's, yeah. You know, I, just, I wonder is that the, I don't know if that's the demographic that goes looking for hookers or if you know that was just maybe you know if or if it was uh oh you remind me of my dad or you know my grandpa or you know whatever right yeah because she was still what in her young tw- or yeah her early 20s mid 20s when this was going on or and that's then that's the thing too I mean it's because it ended up being what seven that she killed six or seven yeah yeah so I mean, that can't be the only seven times that she hooked. Right. 
you know, so, so, and again, that, you know, how many other dudes ended up paying for whatever with her? Mm-hmm. And obviously they're not going to come out about it, but, you know, in their, in their dark corner in their house, they're sitting there like, oh my God, you know, I used to, you know, I used to pay to bang that chick, you know, when, it, especially when, you know, it hit the news and everything. Yeah. But were they, you know, was it the younger dude that didn't, you know, piss her off as much, you know? So, cause again, I yeah, it. I mean, it's for, you know, for as fucked up as she was to be, you know, killing these motherfuckers. But again, they all kind of fit that certain little demographic of the older dudes. And now yeah. it makes me wonder if that Peter dude old, was old white dudes, but yeah, it makes me wonder if the Peter dude was like the first guy that they figured it out, like how to get rid of a body. And maybe he's not the only one that they got rid of and that the police don't know about. Right. But I mean, if you, I don't know if, if but there was still looks like three more after that. Mm. Well, they did find the body, so okay. they didn't, you know. Yeah, so I wonder what happened there. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, man. So let's see. How long? She was on Tether Row for a while, right? Like 10 years or something. Yeah, mm. and I, I guess there were some appeals and stuff. And, I mean, there's, you know, there's, you know, audio, video footage of her. And you can see how fucking batshit crazy she is. Um, where towards the end, though, she's like, I'm sick of the appeals. She's like, just fucking just kill me. Let's get it over with. You know, I mean, she was she was ready to go. He eventually fired her lawyers, right? She's like, fuck mm-hmm. this. I'm done. Yeah. But, uh, you know, during all this, there was like a, a court-appointed attorney, I guess, like a public <coughs> defender or whatever, that kind of was looking at her and the way she was acting. And he was kind of like, oh, wait, maybe we should, like, say she's insane. So I think which, they, they, they tried doing that for a little bit, you know? Right, which, you know, and again, I'm no fucking expert, but, I mean, obviously she was insane, but. He was. But not to the not legal, not in a legal sense. You know, apparently she was sane enough to understand why she got the death penalty and what the death penalty was. You know, yeah, because there's because uh, I'm I was just trying to find it since we were talking about it because there's there's a you know psych well, I always call it psychopathy but psychopathy or whatever they call it but it's it's a checklist to see if someone is legitimately like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And she got a 32 out of 40. 30 mm. is the, the cutoff to determine you're out there. And, you know, it's all antisocial and interpersonal behaviors, and which obviously, you know, she had that. So, I mean, she did meet that threshold, but, you know, she still got the fucking, <laughs> still got the death penalty. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, you can pretty easily be labeled as insane. It's just when it comes to the justice system, you need to like, you need to have all the check marks checked, I guess. Cause- right. Well, and that's, I, you know, because I mean, it's, it's one of those, I think it's more of if you know or don't know, you know, like right from wrong, you, you even, you know, even if you're crazy and stuff and maybe you can't control it or whatever, and you kill these people, but you know what you did is wrong, but you just don't give a shit right. or, you know, can't control it or whatever, then yeah, death penalty's coming your way. But if you're just so fucking gone, that you don't even know like what you, you know, what you're doing or that it even is wrong. Then I guess that's where the kind of the, you know, guilty, but insane kind of verdict will come in and stuff. And yeah, maybe not give them the death penalty, but they're going to be locked up for the rest of their lives, you know, so they're not released and able to do that shit. But I think it's that knowing, even even if you don't care, you still know right from wrong kind of thing. Right, yeah. And I guess that's what that's what they figured out with her. Three different psychiatrists talked to her, I guess, for a while. 
And all three of them said, you know, she's competent. She understands what the death penalty is. She understands the reasons for its implementation, blah, blah, blah. And that's when good old Jeb Bush decided to lift the stay of execution. (laughs) 2002. Damn. 18 years ago is when Jeb Bush said, fuck her. She's getting a needle. Time time to go. And then October 9th, 2002, a little over a year after 9-11, they offed her ass. Goodbye, Eileen. Goodbye, Eileen. Or is it hello? I, I don't remember the song. Come on, Eileen. Well, I'm saying goodbye, and Eileen. And that's and, and that's <laughs> and that's why those fuckers got shot, because they came on Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> when she didn't want it. Or after they had already paid. Right. All right. So let's see. She was um so she was executed by lethal injection on the morning of October 9th, two thousand two. Her reported last words were, and I quote, I'd just like to say I'm sailing with the rock. And I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th. Like the movie, Big Mothership and all, I'll be back. End quote. Bringing up a couple movies, I'll be back. That would have been great if she did that. Well, and I know like when the guilty plea, like, you know, her initial trial, like her little closing statement or as they're dragging her out, she's yelling, whatever it was. But she was like, basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but I, I don't know, I have the actual quote, but it was, you know, I hope. You know, all the jury and your children get raped in the ass. You know, I mean, it was nice. (laughs) Actually, you know what? In a trial like that, if I was a juror, I would rather have someone like that say that to me instead of threatening my life or my family's life. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like with like death and shit. Yeah. If you want to just wish something on me, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just because she said so. Idiot. Yeah. So like when she says I'm sailing with the rock, is she talking about Dwayne Johnson or... Was he uh, dead yet in 2002? Or maybe, I, like I said, maybe. Maya Villa. Sean Connery yeah. and Nicolas Cage. I don't know what, what any of it has. <laughs> That's true. She did mention Independence Day. Maybe she was talking about The Rock. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I, the welcome to The Rock. Oh, here it is. Yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, to the jurors who convicted her, may your wife and children get raped right in the ass. And that's on inspirationalquotes.com. No, I'm just Inspirational. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope nobody was inspired to do that and fulfill those wishes that she uh, had stated. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, and again, I mean, this was one of those things that, you know, it, it happened semi-recent enough that there is a lot of, you know, the news footage and stuff of her, right. you know, interviews. And, you know, like I said, the, the whole quote to the jury, I know it's out there online to be listened to you know live but yeah i mean that that just sums her fucking life up when that's those are your those are your closing arguments <laughs> that your wife and children swig. get raped right in the ass right in the middle of a sentence he takes a swig of beer <laughs> <laughs> we just finished this off right here in the middle of my sentence <laughs> you know what actually is interesting about the movie monster it came out uh fairly in 2003 so she was, was killed in 2002 she, so it was, yeah it was a year after she was killed i guess well, you know, and they always, that's right, so they IMDb says 2003, ass, but then it says release date, 2004. Make up your fucking mind. Either way, <laughs> if it was 2003, it could have been, they could have filmed it in 2002, and Charlize Theron probably could have met her to get a feel for how she should be her in the movie. That's right, and you know, right, but I, I, that's the thing, though, like, I couldn't see some fucking Hollywood studio, though, risking their, their big well, star. Obviously, to... she would be behind glass talking to her. I, I think like there was if, if me or you went to go see David Berkowitz, you know, he's still in prison. We could probably go say, hey, what's up? You know, right. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of watching the 
you know, the trial and interviews, you know, on video and stuff. But yeah, it is interesting to see if, if there was, you know, actual any, uh, you know, personal interaction. Right. Yeah. Well, Charlie's there and did a good job playing her. You know, she won the Academy Award for it. So that's, that's what makes me think um, maybe she met her and actually, or maybe she met Tyria Moore and got some pointers on how to, who the hell knows? As far as I know, Tyria, Tyria, whatever the fuck, you know, didn't get any jail time because of the plea deal she made, you know, right. much ratting her out. Fascinates me. It's always cool when people like are able to talk to and study the person that they're doing a biopic of. I always find that interesting, especially if it's someone like that, you know, like Zach Efron, you know, he did good as Ted Bundy, but he didn't have any, he had no shot at talking to Ted Bundy. He's been dead for like 30 years. Right. So if, if she Which was did, filmed at Butler County Jail in Hamilton, Ohio, while I was working there. No shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They, you see they had half the. No. Well, I mean, I didn't get to see any of the stars, but no. uh, yeah, they Great. had like half. <laughs> they had half the. I think if I would have like pressed it, I probably could have gotten you know over there to see some. But they had like half the jail cut off where they were That's filming cool. and stuff because uh, they even did. Uh, even though I don't think anyone saw it, the Gotti movie with Travolta, that was oh, uh, right, right. that was that was filmed there also. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. So did you read about her last meal? Uh, I don't think so. So apparently she declined it. Apparently they would let people have whatever they wanted as long as it was under the price of $20 and instead was given a cup of coffee. Got to get that caffeine in before you get that other. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting too. I'm like, why wouldn't you I think that's kind of shitty that it has to be under twenty dollars? <laughs> well, 2002, 20 bucks went a long way. Probably got your whole family into the movies. Yeah, but I mean, I'm you know, I'm gonna want to fucking splurge though, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. What's well, his nuts? He had like a pound of like strawberry ice cream, <laughs> John Wayne Gacy or whatever it was. Yeah, that, that'd be over twenty bucks these days. Thanks, oh, Biden. Yeah. But anyway, we don't get political here on this show. <laughs> yeah, right. I think one lemon these days is a dollar fifty. A fucking dollar right. fifty for a little ass lemon. <laughs> but I digress, so I chug. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and like the whole time she was on death row, like never had a bad thing to say about the Tyria chick. Like it Even was always, she, like, you know, I gave her up. Right. It was always, you know, that was my true love. I found true love with her. And I mean, still like never said anything bad. That was, that was her ride or die till she fucking died again, even though, you know, that's who sold her out and stuff, but good for her. I wonder if, so let's see, killed Mallory. There was another guy named David Spears. So he Spears he dead. wasn't in the junkyard. He was apparently found on a highway naked and he shot six times. So I wonder as the murders progressed, if she just decided she needed to save bullets because they cost too much, maybe? I don't think 22 <laughs> costed much back then. I don't think That's they true. cost a whole lot now. That's true. Let's see. After her death, she was cremated, and they scattered her ashes near a tree in her hometown. Okay. So that's what's wrong with Michigan. That's the fucking water. That's why the water's <laughs> all jacked up. <laughs> and Flint. <laughs> Guys are drinking Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this out right here. Rochester, Michigan. Watch, it's the next town right next to Flint. Uh, uh, no, that's 45 minutes away. All right, that would have been that, funny if they were neighboring towns. That shit, that shit can seep in. Yeah, I'm just running through here. I mean, it's you got several bullets, shot six times, shot nine times. 50 cent, yo, you shot nine times too, wasn't he? 
twice, six times in the head. Well, you really have to hate a motherfucker to shoot him six times in the Four head. Four times, yeah. So it's well, six times in the head and torso, but okay. What's one of those are like? I'm surprised, you know, that wasn't like you know shots of the groin. Honestly, I mean, it's true. One of those, you know, if you you hear with you know, like I'm gonna they'll stab him there, or you know. Who was it? Fucking Lorena Bobbitt. You know, fucking, oh God. I'm gonna cut that shit off and throw it out the car window. It's almost like everyone she every every male she saw, all she saw was her brother's face or her grandpa's right. face or her dad's face. And that was it. Now, you know, I was gonna say I'm gonna digress, so take a drink. Just because I brought up Lorena Bobbitt. Uh did the the car that was when she threw it out the window, the car that was behind him, do you know what the, the guy said when the it's like, holy shit, did you see the size of dick on that fly? <laughs> Old joke. Whatever. I'm, I'm dating myself. Vaguely remember that story. I think I was a child. Yeah, I was too, I think, when that happened. But Liar. You were probably like 17 when I was four. Fucking old man. Whatever. <laughs> so the moral of this story, ladies and gentlemen, is if you go and pay for a hooker to have sex, you could get shot. 15 times because she hates men and was badly traumatized as a child. So keep that in mind. The the next time you go out banging hookers, the moral of the story is don't bang hookers. Right. That's like moral B of the story. Yes. (laughs) All right, man. All right. So that was an interesting, interesting person, interesting human being. Another slight digression. It was 93. So I would have been 13 because it happened in June. So I hadn't yet turned 14 was when Lorena was Bobbitt, okay. when Lorena Bobbitt went, went, went a cutting. So if people would rather listen to our podcast instead of going and paying for hookers, where can they tell their friends and other family members to listen to us since they already are listening to us? They are listening, but yes, we always, we always encourage you to tell your family tell your friends tell your family friends and tell your friends of the family to check out the operation unknown podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms whether it be your on heart radio spotify apple anchor anchor is another one um yeah wherever you listen to podcasts that's that's where you find us do it and obviously if you're on spotify because i think they have it but also apple leave a review positive or negative obviously we really like the positive reviews and little five star action whatever you want to give it doesn't cost anything so just do the five star i mean and there are no other stars huh there are no other stars five yeah there are yeah it looks cooler with with all the stars filled up i mean come on (laughs) when you go outside at night and you don't have light pollution and you want to go look at stars do you just want to see like one or two or do you want to see a sky full of them well, five, well, five stars <laughs> is the equivalent of a freaking sky full of them. So the whole fucking constellation. There yeah, you go. Give them, just give it. Just Constella- give constellation. It. Constellations. Yes. Whoops. That's the bubble. Next talking. <laughs> Where else can they find us? Sorry. Uh, we screen. are on the Instagrams. We are finally on the Facebooks. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just Google Operation Unknown Podcast and it should pop up. We have an email. We have an email. Yeah. If you want to offer a suggestion or tell us to go fuck ourselves, or I mean, you can do that in the reviews also, but Operation Unknown Podcast at gmail.com. Those emails may or may not go directly to the junk folder. Just saying. 
Yeah, but I check both. So, <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. We're coming up on the end of the season, and we have like two of the most fucking infamous serial killers coming up, and I can't wait to talk about them. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dun dun Buddy. dun. Yeah, it's those are the. I can't think of really any other serial killer names that are spoken of other than no those, obviously those are two. two of the more popular ones and right. i mean you google them you're going to find probably you know a million other podcasts that have done it too but you yeah. know well, i go by movie doing- the movie scale all the other ones maybe have a handful of movies bundy's got like 77 movies right about him and Dahmer's probably got like 50 right so i'm excited i can't wait to talk about it we might have a guest on the Dahmer episode because you know he's from wisconsin I think we I think that may have been mentioned in the before. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I don't remember because it's been 74 years. It's, or it's been 84, 84 years. years. <laughs> since, we, since Meyer was with us last. There was bad. room. There was room for Jack. Just saying. <laughs> well, fuck. If she didn't, if she let him on, who knows if she would have lived 84 years? There was room. That's all I'm saying. I still would have sold that hope diamond. Are you kidding me? Bright fucking just pitch it now. Come on now. Eddie, give it to your fucking grandkids. God damn, woman. Nice. Generational wealth. Pass it on. Yeah, you Real. can't take it with you, but you can give it to other people. Give it to Operation Unknown. Fuck it. Something. <laughs> Something. We'll fucking make good use of it. Yeah. All right, man. That was fun. I yeah. Hope everyone else had fun listening about. Well, crazy bitch. Crazy bitch, yeah. <laughs> no other way to say it. No, I mean, like I said, that honestly, that like that song, that that's like what You're pops into my head when I think of, yeah. <laughs> What was that Buck Cherry or some shit? I don't even remember fucking saying the that. one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I, because I, 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 I will admit, I, I know that song from strip clubs. That's I think the only place that fucking plays it. But again, I haven't been in one in a very long time, but I can remember it being played at places like that. If you can remember that being played at places like that, it was probably in the early two thousands. Was the last time you went? Because I, I forgot that song existed until you just yeah. mentioned it. There's there's a few songs that I'll hear every now and then. I'm like, oh, I know I know exactly where I was when I heard that song last. <laughs> oh, I hear songs sometimes where I automatically am brought back to like the E Club on Foster. Yeah, well, and that's <laughs> or what's, in L's, L. What's that fucking Spanish bar out? L L no Sabertine. I don't remember what it was called, but good times. Like I said, I'll do another little digression. I mean, that's that's what's so cool about music. Is that, you know, memories can be linked to it or, you know, a time, a place, whatever, you know, a person, you know, you just hear a song, you know, from your past or whatever, and it takes you to that place. You know, that's what's, like I said, that's what's cool about music. We should do an episode on that. Maybe if Eileen had some some feel good songs she could have gone to, maybe none of this would have happened. But I'm actually, when we're done here, I'm going to look up what the song Come Come On Eileen and see why it was written. Yeah, that was because that was in the 80s. Seriously, awkwardly weird if it was about her. (laughs) I really hope not, but (laughs) I think they spelled Eileen the normal way, unlike Uh, her. All right. I'm liking this. I'm liking how we tell people what to do and how to listen to us. And then we digress even more. Yeah, that's, you know, some people may not like it, but whatever. Get over it. If you don't like it, let us know. All you got to do is rewind it and then listen to how how you tell your family and friends anyway. Yeah, once 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 we're done with the story, you can turn it off. You don't have to listen to the yeah, end of it. You throw it out, print it, yeah. throw it out, and you know, put it on a cassette tape or a CD, whatever you, <laughs> however old tape. you are. You know, I'm dating myself and yourself as well. Oh, I know. There's there's pictures of me as a very young child in front of eight tracks, 
but yeah, I mean, cassette tapes and CDs were my heyday. Mm-hmm. Actually, I you sent that picture the other day with the uh, with the book of CDs. And you were saying it was just like sitting around. I, dude, I've got like three of them in my fucking garage. They're still just fucking stacked with CDs. But yeah, I mean, nobody. And that was the other thing that the people were like, oh, don't text and drive. And it's like, motherfucker, I used to read a book of CDs while I'm driving, trying to figure out what I'm going to put in next. I was yeah, like, right? you know, Texan's nothing. We actually, we have a listener whose name is Ben, who's probably sitting here wondering, what the fuck is a cassette tape? Ben, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> ask your dad. Yeah. He's He'll old. tell you. He'll tell you. <laughs> or old enough. Yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to explain CDs to Wyatt the other day, and I said it's just like the fucking disc we put in the PlayStation. I said, but you put it in your car or you know radio, whatever, and, and it plays music. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, but yeah, he's got no fucking clue. You know, I, I, I plug my phone into the car and play music. You know, that's yeah, yeah, that's like we used to do. Yeah, the good old days. Good old days. All right, man. Hope you have a good night. All right, meow. I'll talk to you in uh, like seven seconds in our chat. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Everyone else, have a good night. Take care. Stay safe. I rock. I know the CIA will say what you hear is all here.